0: podcast everybody today is such a special episode
1: because we have our very first guest Woohoo, daniela daniela welcome to baron Bilo. we're so happy to have you i'm so excited
2: to be here with you guys
1: so daniela is uh actually a licensed social worker she's the host of the best d life podcast where she works to helping you find the bliss in your busy which I love that. That's such a great oh, tagline. So good.
2: No, I love it. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: it's great. It's super inspiring. And I actually met Danielle at a networking event because she's a member of the Power of the Pack, which is a really great nonprofit.
2: Yep. So if you're in Western New York, definitely check us out. We have a live event coming up in September.
1: Yes, that's right. We're definitely going to be there for that. It's actually on my birthday. It's September 15th, right?
2: Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah.
1: Awesome. All right. So I'll, I'll celebrate my birthday day. with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so from there at that event, you and I actually met for coffee across the street at the Clarence Cafe and we had such a great conversation and I'm so inspired by what you do. Mainly because I was going through my own experience of being overstressed and overworked last year, coming off the first year of COVID, I was feeling stretched so thin. And I had actually received some advice to make time for like a hobby or activity that brings me joy. And at the time I thought that was like, it felt so radical because I'm like, we often don't prioritize joy in our lives because we're all so quote unquote busy, but it did feel so validating to hear that. And I just started learning more and more how important it is to break up the minutiae in your life because it Gives you that break and reminds you why you do what you do. So I love that you talk about that a lot with your business and in your podcast.
2: Yeah. And I love that you took the time to really dive into it and explore it because it does get overlooked. It does seem like a luxury or something nice to have when it is so necessary when it comes to our overall well being, our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health. And so it's not just a luxury or something nice to have, but it is so critical. And like you said, though, you're overwhelmed and overstressed. You think, God, I can't add one more thing to my day. It sounds insane, but it really, it doesn't have to be long. It can be five minutes here, 15 minutes there. You know, these little bursts and pockets of time stacked throughout your day versus trying to find an hour every every Tuesday or something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that was the thing that stood out to me the most. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. It could be five minutes in your morning to, you know, sip your favorite cup of coffee. That's really all that you need to really give you that burst of energy to get back into it.
0: I love that too. The whole five minutes versus, cause I feel like it, i always have to take an hour or two hours or something and, and don't have to really think about just like, okay, how about just five minutes every three hours
1: or something, you mm-hmm. know, and kind of break it up. So absolutely. So the first question I want to ask you, because we do have some questions for you that we think our listeners would really like to know. And I'm a little curious. I know we touched on it a little bit, but what inspired you to start the bestie life?
2: Um, it honestly came from some of my own personal experiences, like you said. Even though I've been a social worker for 26 years, you know we all have our own personal things that happen to us. And about 15 years ago, I went through a divorce, so I was a single working mom of a four-year-old and six-month-old, and it oh, wow. it was hard. You know, I tried to do it all because I felt like you know, I was being watched, I was being judged to show that I was capable, that I was competent, that I could do all these things and that I needed to be there for my kids and prove and just, you know, do everything for them. And I definitely drove myself to that place of overwhelm and burnt out. And I Mm -hmm. was irritable and I was snapping more than I wanted to. And it just wasn't fun. You know, we were rushing, doing things. I was stressed a lot. And I kind of hit this wall where I was like, this doesn't work anymore. You know, I kind of what do they call it? Like just the sitting on the floor, having a meltdown moment, (laughs) (laughs) which we've all had plenty of times. I'm sure it Mm -hmm. it wasn't working. And I started to realize I had to make some major changes to be the the person and the mom that I wanted my kids to to know up growing, you know, up with and things like that. So I started super small. I started, you know, just Um, Oprah was doing like this gratitude practice where you wrote down three things every day. And Mm. so I had this little strawberry covered journal (laughs) that I would write, you know, maybe the sun was out because gosh knows that doesn't always happen here, especially in the wedding or in the winter. (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 100%. Someone held the door for me or I had my banana smoothie Mm. and it just was those little moments that I could focus on and be grateful for and start to realize, you know, I could do things for myself. I started working out at a gym and put my kids in the child care. Um, Wegman still had the free child care at that point. This is all pre-COVID. And so, mm-hmm. you know, just to be able to take those moments for myself, not only did I come back better and refreshed, but my kids had a blast, you know, and I realized yeah. they didn't need to be with me 24-7, For me to be doing good for them to me to be providing for them because they got new experiences, new people, they got to test their own independence and come back with stories and things to share as well as things to ask me about and I really found like we got to develop a different type of relationship than just I do and they take. I, I was just going to
0: comment really quick. Last episode, we Kathleen and I actually touched on how we used to have a gratitude sister's text with the two of our other friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like a lot of times people think that, or maybe not now, but as you're going through the motions of trying to figure everything out, like, oh, that's cheesy. Like I have to write down three things I'm grateful for, but no, it changed mine and Kathleen's life. Mm-hmm. Like we did that a few years ago. We don't do it anymore, but even though, like you said, the littlest things like a great cup of coffee or something can go a really long way just to appreciate Mm
2: -hmm. and slow down and really enjoy that Mm -hmm. moment. And definitely, you know, like you started as a writing practice and so did I, which I don't anymore either, but it's that practice that makes it then intuitive. Like you probably don't even realize you're doing it anymore, but now you do notice the cup of coffee, notice the blue jay in the tree, like those things that now you're so much more tuned into it. You don't need that much structure of having to write it down and share it. And even though it was kind of nice to go back and read things when you were having a really bad day, but, you know, definitely as I did all these things, you know, I realized people started to take notice and ask me like, what are you doing? Or, oh my gosh, that's so great that you're doing that. I want to do that too. Or Mm -hmm. sharing like, Hey, I did this. I did something different because of something you said and realizing is, moms and women, it's almost like we need that validation and permission that it's good to do. We need to be doing this and we're going to support each other in finding the time and the ways and the means so that it can happen for everybody. This isn't something only certain people get to do. This doesn't cost money. This doesn't cost more than just being there.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I do like that you said in one of your podcasts, I think it was the trailer, the judging of like other women or other moms, when you see them taking time for themselves, you're like, Oh, must be nice, when really, we should be supporting each other taking those pockets of time for ourselves, because it does make us better people, better mothers, better partners, it's it's Mm -hmm. just so important. And we all need to get on board supporting each other doing that yeah I
2: saw this quote once it said anything that you kind of say oh must be nice that's the arrow pointing the direction of what you should be doing oh I love that isn't it a great quote because you think of how many times you look at whether it's you know people's lifestyles people's time people's property people's things you're like oh must be nice like then that's what you need to go for Yeah. We talked about that. I think maybe in episode six, we
1: said if something somebody is doing feels triggering for you, it is beneficial for you to look inward and decipher and think through, why is this so triggering for me? And it really Mm -hmm. promotes such growth within yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, another question I had that I think our listeners might want to know when you're reaching a point of like a breaking point in burnout, is there basically advice that you can give? Like if you have a partner that's used to you, quote unquote, doing it all now, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're not, I mean, any type of change in or shift in dynamic within a partnership can be, you know, an adjustment, mm-hmm. but do you have any advice for listeners that might want to try this? That are a little apprehensive to discuss it with their yeah, partner. Yeah,
2: I think definitely to kind of take, you know, some stock and take some time to really think about what are your say like top three priorities, what are going to be the, the top needle movers for you? Cause you don't want to fight over, you know, or disagree over trivial things that in the big picture don't matter to you, but mm-hmm. what are the true game changers that you need help with? And to be mm-hmm. able to communicate it in a way that's not blaming, not defensive, not you don't do this and I need this and you know, that type of thing, but to really share And come from a place of of teamwork and collaboration Mm -hmm. and connection, whether it's with your partner or even with your kids, you know, like getting anybody to adapt to new habits when we've Mm -hmm. conditioned them that, you know, we're going to, you know, try and shake things up a little bit. Everyone pushes back to change. Everybody does, even if it's for the best. And so it's all in taking the time to really plan how you're going to have that conversation, when you're going to have that conversation and what it's going to look like, sound like and the direction you want it to go so that it's not about asking for permission or doing anything that's going to get anyone mad. But this is about the benefit of whether it's with your partner working together as a team for the benefit of everyone. And you kind mm-hmm. of almost like you got to sell and market it a little bit like, these yeah. talks, this is what you get out of it. Yeah, everyone's going to know want to know like, why what's in it for me if I'm getting up 20 minutes earlier to get the kids ready well yeah if we're all having a great day you know i'm gonna have the energy to do this later i'm gonna want to be you know and to really help them see where you're coming from because i think when we're in that rut of just doing everything nobody really knows how we're feeling we make yeah. it look easy we make it look seamless not realizing that we're doing ourselves a disservice by making it look so simple
1: Yeah. And it does help to write that stuff down to keep your thoughts clear before you go into those conversations. I've actually done that one or two times in the past with my husband, and I really do find it to be helpful. So that's really great.
0: Sometimes if you're in the moment and maybe somebody's nervous to have that conversation with their significant other of like, okay, maybe aren't going to receive it very well. If I say like, I want to go and do this, or I need to do this. And yes, you, you will benefit from it, but writing it down, um, I liked your idea of just, like, kind of really planning it out, but what yeah. do you do if, if your partner does push back? I mean, are you, like, no, F you,
2: I'm doing it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not the yeah. healthiest way, Very but, so- like, And not to say that hasn't happened probably, but to really, you know, find out the why's a lot of times, you know, their communication is probably, you know, it's just as hard to have that communication and to be that vulnerable and honest and to know what are they, you know, what's the fear, what's the why, what's the underlying, you know, and to really It's about, like I said, that connection with that person you're trying to work with. You want to be on the same page. That might be part of then a bigger conversation. Like if we can't align and get on the same page, like what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because then there's like, it's not an equal partnership. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: It's so crazy. Kathleen and I have talked, I say this to everyone, like communication. All we do all freaking day long is talk and communicate to people. But why is it so freaking hard sometimes to communicate with (laughs) your partner? Like, what the hell? (laughs) Oh, my God. So one thing that really stood out to me when I was, you know, listening to some of your episodes and looking through your Instagram and everything. And I sent this to Kathleen immediately. And I'm like, this is me. That's all I said to her. This is me. (laughs) (laughs) And it was um, your one quote that you put on there. The ability to remember song lyrics from the 80s, but can't remember why you walked into the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Daniella, this is literally the story of my life. I can remember what I wore when I was two years old without even seeing a picture. I can just remember it or like kindergarten (laughs) or something, but... I can't, I'll make a great grocery list and I can't remember where I put the freaking grocery list or or what I'm
2: supposed to tell my husband in two seconds. Why does that happen? (laughs) I'll suppose I'll be unloading the dishwasher. Next thing I don't open the fridge, I'm like, nothing goes in here. I don't even know what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's the multitasking. Our culture has definitely promoted multitasking. Technology has kind of enabled that multitasking as well. And so we don't have, in some ways, the same focus we used to have when we were younger, where we would pay attention to one thing when we didn't have much else going on. And so we really... We're more mindful, you know, and we kind of subconsciously did that mindfulness practice. That now we need to take the time and effort to be able, you know, to sit for one minute without having to check our device or do something else, and literally just sit and be. And it, Mm -hmm. you know, it's that mental fatigue of trying to do too much. There was another one I had about like having too many tabs open in your brain. Like we have too much (laughs) going on where we really can't, you know, we're flipping too much from thing to thing that it's hard to then have a single train of thought and that's why we do get stuck as we're like walking into the room and we get distracted by this and we go off on that and oh yeah so and so needs a birthday gift for a party next week and then we're just off the track yeah that makes so much
1: sense especially women we fall into that trap i feel like often my husband will comment and he'll say kathleen just do one thing at a time do that thing and then go on to the next because he'll see me really doing 50 things at once I'm I'm making my daughter lunch and then in the middle of that I stop and I throw in a load of laundry because mm-hmm. it's right there and I got to get it in and then halfway through that I don't even get the laundry detergent in I'm checking my phone because I heard my it go off yeah. I heard a ping so he's like one thing at a time which is I mean that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. And I even like catch myself sometimes where I am like, I'm like literally in the middle of vacuuming and then I stop the vacuum (laughs) and I go and do something else. I'm like, what are you doing? Just go back and finish the vacuuming. Whatever you just crossed your mind can wait, but I'm afraid that I'm going to forget it if I don't do it in that very moment. So like, what do you recommend for, for people to get back on track
2: and to like slow down and take one thing at a time? Definitely. I'm a huge proponent of habits and systems, having habits and systems in place, um, you know, intentionally planning your time so that you have control over it so that it's not, well, oh my gosh, I might forget something you've already, <clears throat> whether it's in a, you know, on your calendar, on a Google doc, whatever you're going to use to keep track of, you know, what needs to happen. So you're kind of taking that mental load off by putting it somewhere else. And then having habits and systems for some of those things, once you automate it, it again, takes that mental pressure off of needing to remember it all so that they just kind of have it happen on repeat, kind of like, you know, with brushing your teeth and combing your hair. Yeah. When you're little or when your kids are little i don't know about you but i used to have to write with dry erase marker on the mirror what they needed to do or else yeah. you know again squirrel they would like be off and yeah finding something else to do and we have to kind of take these we think oh we're adults we don't have to do that but sometimes we really do to just have a set list of okay this hour i'm doing this one thing or i'm going to do these three things in the next hour check them off, take them mentally off your plate. And that's, you know, a way to retrain yourself. Also, sometimes turning your notifications off Mm -hmm. is a great way to, again, you know, have that focus say it takes, I think like 30 seconds just from hearing the notification, even if you don't check it, even if it's across the room, but mentally you've lost your train of thought as soon as it goes off. And so you keep getting distracted by it. Even if you're like, well, I didn't look at it. Like subconsciously Mm -hmm. you're gone. Oh, wow. That's interesting.
0: My husband, and I can't remember the name of the book right now, but he actually bought a book that is all about habits. Mm -hmm. And it goes over the statistics of how long it takes for you to break a habit that you've done your whole life and to get into a new habit. Um, I'll have to find find that i'm the sure Atomic he has it. habits
2: by james clear because yeah it might
0: book. be yeah it might be that one and he probably has only read a quarter of it but he loves the quarter of it that he's he <laughs> dive back in and make reading a habit because neither one of us are readers so it's like okay that needs to become a habit like 10 minutes every other night or something just starting small like that yeah. um yeah so i love that um Now, Daniela, I feel like people in your line of work, you know, there's, there's an image out there. Everyone thinks like, oh, a therapist or a doctor or social worker, you guys have it all together (laughs) all day long. You don't ever have off days. So I'm just curious, do you have off days and and how do you reel it back in and remind, you know, Mm -hmm. get back on track?
2: Absolutely. You know, I, I'm a person, I have my own emotions and feelings and what I do professionally, I'm not emotionally tied to. And so my responses are going to be very different. You know, my kids, my responses to them again, are going to be very different. Their response to me, I can't tell you how many times I've had to have other people say to them, the things I would tell them because they just won't listen. Cause it's from me, even though I know what I'm talking about, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and so that, and as well as we don't take the same intention, I think, you know, sometimes with our jobs, we do things routinely. And then when it comes to us personally, we just, whether we don't have the energy or we just don't put the same intention and focus into it the same way, it's kind of like the gourmet chef that comes home and eats a bag of Pringles for dessert or yeah. something. For <laughs> yeah. <dinner. laughs> like just because you can doesn't mean you always do. And so I've definitely had my hot mess moments, you know. And it's been just work and practice to really change my focus, change my response, change my ability to kind of take things in and not respond immediately. All those types of things. It takes the same practice and intention as it would anybody else. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, And that's why I think it's so important for you know, people to hear that because you look at this person or that person, oh, they have it all together. And you know, Mm -hmm. oh, they, they know, they deal with this all day long. They handle every situation in every perfect possible way, you know? (laughs) And it's like, that's why I think it's so important for, for people to hear that coming from you, I think can be really significant because Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it
0: might make everyone else feel a little more normal. Like, Again, not everyone has it together. It doesn't matter what you do for work. You have, and you don't have to
2: have a degree to know how to do these things. You don't have to be, you know, in this kind of profession. This is about being a person This has nothing to do with what I do as a job. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. The other cool thing that I, I was listening to, um, I forget which episode it was, but you said that you have this um, rule in your house about everybody gets three tries. And Mm -hmm. I loved that because everyone's so hard on themselves. If they try something one time and they don't do it good enough, or they don't think it's good enough, or they don't get it right on the first time they're like, Oh, well I must suck at it, you know? And so I really loved that you were like, you know what? We all get three tries. Like give yourself three tries
2: And really go at it before you give up on something absolutely give yourself grace so that rule actually came from my attempt at making homemade yogi. it was oh that's hard (laughs) it was a disaster like i i had you know watched it on tv i'm like oh that doesn't look too bad so i went to the car and make it you know i had my semolina flour and all the potato and everything like that and i and i put it together and i made my little Little pillows, and I put them in the pot of boiling water, and they dissolved into, like <laughs> the most disgusting potato soup kind of thing. Oh, like, oh no, it wasn't even edible. I think we had to order out that night because it was the worst thing ever. But I was like, you know what, guys, it's okay, it's my first try. You get three tries to get stuff right, the second time, still wasn't fantastic but it was a little bit better they held their shape and by the third time i did did finally get it and so you know my kids have embraced that ever anyone who knows me kind of knows like you know they try and make something they're like well i get three tries like that's just a given you know it's a fact of life now
0: yeah that is so awesome i i loved that because yeah you do have to give yourself grace and Mm -hmm. just have patience with yourself i mean If Kathleen and I, with all the the technical difficulties we had, like even leading up to where we are now, and we still have technical difficulties, (laughs) but but they were way worse before, I promise you that. And if we would have given up, I mean, oh my God. Like, I can't even imagine not doing this podcast now. Like, Mm -hmm. this is my bliss in, Mm in my you know, my day and that I look forward to that we have found, like, now I can't even imagine my life without doing this, you know, with my best friend and what the response we've had. And it's like, we gave it way more than three tries, but if we would have given up on the first or second try, like what the
2: hell, look at this great opportunity we would have missed out on. Right, and as adults, I think we we forget what it's like to try, you know, as kids, whether they're learning to walk, learning to ride a bike, like we tell them like, don't give up, you gotta keep trying, you gotta keep going, mm-hmm. and then, as adults, we kind of stop like anything that feels awkward or uncomfortable that we're not instantly good at, we stop, but then we wonder why our kids who see us doing that all of a sudden, we're like, well, I'm not doing it, I'm not mm-hmm. good at it, you know, I don't want to try, I wasn't you know, the number one or things like that. And it's like, we need to do this. You know, that's why I always say self-care is not selfish because it's not about just us learning, doing and growing but it's what the people around us learn and do because of those things, because of those moments. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything
1: else just real quick that, and I
2: I apologize for my
1: dog. Usually she does nothing but sleep for some reason she's energized right now. But, um, of course we have
0: our first guest,
1: I think that's it. She knows what's going on. Um, but is there
2: anything else, Danielle, that maybe you want to discuss? I just want to share, you know, definitely take the time for yourself. It's so important for yourself, for everybody else around you, give yourself the grace. To not have to get it right the first time. There is no one way. And definitely take the time to practice. You know, that's why it's called like a yoga practice and meditation mm-hmm. practice and journaling practice. Everything's a practice because nobody gets it right the first time. And to create the change your mindset, create these habits, plan your time and get more self-care. It's all it's a process, but it becomes so automated and simple once you start doing it. And that's part of, you know, with the bestie life and the coaching that I do that I love being able to to help women see those options you know in the yeah. everyday moments like even just parking at the far end of the parking lot you don't realize how many steps you can add in that's your oh, quiet yeah. time that's your movement so many different ways to fit in these little pockets of self-care throughout your day
0: yeah yes. and just prioritize probably right like if you're feeling a little overwhelmed like okay well what do i even want to do or what do I, what do i how do i even get this time in and for one, Mm -hmm. go listen to the best D life podcast, because she'll have all your answers for you there. But (laughs) also just to probably prioritize, like maybe make a list of like, what are some things that you enjoy and what you love and, you know, make sure you incorporate one or two of them, or just one in at least
2: every day, would you say like for, like you said, the five Mm -hmm. or 10 minutes? Yeah, absolutely. You know, depending on whatever your goal is, whether it's movement, whether it's finding time to talk to somebody, whether it's finding time to just be by yourself, you know, start small, start with a minute. Um, That book, Atomic Habits talks about habit stacking, you want to move, do some squats while you're brushing your teeth. I stole that from Ah. a Pilates instructor, like there's ways to, to just to say you did it, you know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's about accomplishing what you said you wanted to do.
1: I love that. That's really awesome. Well, usually we end the segment with a beautiful quote that Cassie picks out. And I know she
2: talked to you Mm -hmm. about having a quote that you'd like to share with us today. Yeah. It's a quote that I love. I used to have as a engraved in a bracelet. It's called, it says it all works out in the end. And if it's not worked out, it's not the end.
0: You know, I think our
2: expectations are so high sometimes that just because it doesn't happen exactly the way we wanted it to happen or when we want it to happen doesn't mean it's not it's not going to we're not done yet
1: oh i love that
0: i love that too did you say i wish you could everyone can see our faces we're <laughs> going, oh, oh my god that just touched my soul mm-hmm. i love that daniela thank you for sharing that oh my gosh that was awesome yeah and then um just our last segment we give our little below shout out and since Mm -hmm. you are here with us today and our first guest why don't you shout yourself out tell everybody where they can find you um whether it's your instagram
2: power the pack all that good stuff tell us tell us where to find you so Daniela wolf i'm bestie life i'm on instagram facebook twitter and linkedin um I have a podcast, same name, Bestie Life, helping you find the bliss in your busy. Um, Definitely feel free to reach out, send me a DM, ask me a question, as well as I do the one-on-one coaching. I have a course coming out. Plus, I'm a member of the Power of the Pack, which is a women's empowerment group here in Western New York. We have a panel speaking event coming up in September, so you can check them out on Instagram as well, Power of the Pack Western New York.
0: All right. Awesome. And Thank we will you tag for everything me. and with your posts and we'll put all that good stuff out there so everybody can find you that way
2: too. Um, and thanks for is- everything you guys are doing. I've loved listening to your episodes too. I can oh, relate great. to so many of the things, like the things we've got grown up with. I'm, I'm Sicilian Italian as well. And oh, okay. All <laughs> I say is it's baked in. Some of the yeah. things you're like, where did this come from? It's just baked in. That's <laughs> what I've got. Yeah, oh my you, gosh, how can't funny. can't help it. It's like, you're like, where did that come from? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm Italian.
1: That's where yeah. it came from. Oh, how funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> well, thank um, you so much, Daniella, for being our first guest and joining us today. We love talking to you. Everybody, go give her a follow on Instagram. Reach out to her. The bestie life. It's been such a pleasure. And you are like our first best
0: guest that we could have ever imagined. So, <laughs> Uh, (laughs) ever thanks guys (laughs) yeah and thank you for the support too and this is what's so awesome it's just women supporting women no matter where you're at in your life this is what we need more of so thank you for supporting us we are obviously going to continue to support you and um shout you out so thank you Absolutely. so much together
2: we're stronger <laughs> so i'm sure we're not done yet <laughs>
0: yes oh yes
2: woo there's the roof baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah